live stream of tonight's podcast is made possible by our buddy Ian Service over at podcastaccelerator.com. Jeff's here and the subject is Rolly. Sprung from the basement dark and moldy. He's a slick dancing man. He's steered right hand. Out and proud, living life boldly. Er, boldly. Hey, what have you been up to? Rap game. I'm Fire Marshal Mathers. Oh, let's hear it. Motherfucking pussy bitch still on the hind tit. Licking less lick clit shit. Whoa. 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 Got the streets a bubbling. Where's Stuart? That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Uh, fucking sexy. It's Frisky Friday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast covering everything in the universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one identifies as a wood nymph. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have the very groovy Victor, and filling in for Matt is Cassie. And joining us this week, he's a pop culture nerd, a Letterkenny lover, a TV and movie buff, Green Green Bay Packers owner, Red Sox fan, but we won't hold that against him, an animal lover, and he's not allowed to be on the same podcast, apparently, as Matt. So please join me in making some noise for Jeff. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the produce stand, Jeff. Hey, how are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. And yes, Cassie, thank you so much for filling in for Matt today because obviously Matt and he must have like a, or maybe Jeff, do you have a restraining order on your long lost cousin? Dude owes me money. I'm just telling you. He owes me money. I want, I like, you got to get like a soundboard and hit the little $2 uh, uh, thing from, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Better Off Dead. Oh, yes. Dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows me, Jeff, money. That's what it Jeff is. sold him a bicycle and he still hasn't gotten his money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get this rig rolling. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is myself, Victor, Tanya, Cassie, and our guest Jeff gets the last word. Uh, so I guess I'll start. Uh, this week's been bananas and i mean every week it seems like like i get get closer to a new season of yes we are open and i'm just like going on all cylinders uh sunday i leave for the east coast i leave for st john's uh, travel for yes we are open season five i'm away for eight days i'm hitting st john's newfoundland halifax nova scotia and charlottetown pei so i'm looking forward to that trip that should be a lot of fun uh yeah bananas um and uh i mean today i was on the toronto mike podcast i was kicking out uh the best of volume five of his podcast so that was a lot of fun last night where i was at a toronto mike event uh, in-person event uh kind of like our ag hall socials so it's well i kind of stole his idea to do our ag hall socials but in person yeah it's just i'm busy very busy but i I didn't want to because we were talking about this in the pre-show so i wanted to talk about this really quickly at if you saw tanya trying to kill me with this thing <laughs> during our intro it's it's uh it looks like a tennis racket but it's like there's like a, a why don't a, you show them what kind of face you make when you touch it no <laughs> it's basically a bug zapper so it's a tennis racket with a wire mesh and then you push a button and electrifies the bug right uh it, it's kind of fun when you're out you know around the campfire and, and you're being swarmed by mosquitoes you can just 
swat at them. But anyway, the funny story is it is a funny story. Last weekend, we uh, you uh, it was you know I think I documented it well that we were at Wasega and having a good time at my buddy Chris's place, Chris and Tanya. They were amazing uh, hosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Sunday night, we packed up the car to come home. Um, and we we get into the van and we hear this. <laughs> All four of us. The yeah. kids are in the back. Yeah. We hear we hear this buzzing sound in the van. Very loud buzzing sound. It sounded like, I don't know, like electricity or something. It was the cicada was caught in the in the van. So we all ran but out of no, the No, no, wait, wait. It, it landed on our daughter's <laughs> right, knee. Yeah. And our son looked over and our daughter saw it and they screamed like a skunk was in the car. Okay. And they jumped out of the car, running away from the car like so, the car yeah. was on fire. So we all evacuated the, the van. <laughs> And and open all the doors because we wanted we didn't want to ride we didn't want to bring the cicada home with us, um, and then like we uh, we couldn't see it we couldn't hear it anymore so we figured it must have flown out get back in the van and 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 drive home. Now from Wasega to our place it's roughly an hour. Uh, we got all the way into the neighboring town without hearing a thing. Then suddenly I feel something hit the back of my head. It was the cicada. So Tanya, at this point, Tanya was sitting like the entire ride home. She was sitting there with the, the racket in her hand, like like she was paranoid that it was still in the van. And I'm like, it's gone. It hasn't made any any sound. It's there's, it's no longer in the van. Forget it. So now I feel it in the back of my head. And she she's thankfully still- we were off the highway because yeah. you were like all of a sudden doing this like dance with your head and hitting it. So she pins it. It, to, it. to the back of my headrest <laughs> and hits the button. And now all you hear is a cicada buzzing, but it's also getting zapped with electricity. And we're also smelling the burnt cicada. <laughs> so I quickly pull into the quick the closest parking lot and get out of the van because she, she doesn't want to remove the, because it might fall down the back of my shirt or something. So... <laughs> So I finally get out of the van and she like scoops it up and it's like dead on. That thing was like. It was massive. Anyway. And it then was we, big. But was uh, big. that's the uh, story. I have of- never seen one. And then we saw. <laughs> oh, my God. It's big and it's ugly. And wow. It was. It, it, it was but fried. It, 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 it kind of like- screamed as it was going down. <laughs> it fought. And um, because this is only a couple a couple batteries. Yeah. Um, and it was a big find. and it was a big bug. So I didn't know whether it was still kicking. And- but it, for a good, I'd say, 30 seconds, she had a pin to the, my headrest and zapping it at the same time. <laughs> so we heard the buzzing of the cicada and the buzzing of the electricity. It was so yeah. not fun. It, it was, was crazy. fun. And I'm like, don't put your head back. You get it electrocuted. <laughs> I'm like, no. Anyway, that's, that's my story. And uh, yeah, God, it was that, that's, that's the funny story. Uh, Victor, how was your Oh, the been? smelt of burnt cicada. It I do was, not it recommend was, it. I was, I was, I thought the punchline was going to be that she smacked your head and zapped you <laughs> and the cicada. No, no. <laughs> although, although Alan's cousin did stick his finger in the racket. Cause he's like, really? Like it's only two little batteries. Like how much of a, of a kick does it give? And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you try it? <laughs> so he did. <laughs> he stuck his finger in it and never did it. Again. And oh my God, his face was freaking hilarious. <laughs> 
So now Tanya just likes trapping fruit flies and watching them pop like popcorn when they, they hit do. it. They do. If you zap <laughs> it for long enough, a little fruit fly becomes popcorn and it just it just disappears. <laughs> anyway, it's Victor's turn. Victor, yeah. sorry. how have you been? Yeah, we're we're gonna get letters from the, the <laughs> from uh, the from the bug society. people. What from PETA? Real? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, does PETA cover bugs too? I don't know. I don't know. They well, may I've got one right I th- now. I think that depends on the size. Um <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Um, on Monday, we had a day off because uh, it was a holiday here in Canada. Um, holiday in the States, too, there, bud. Yeah, I guess, whatever. But not in, uh, not down under. <laughs> oh, true that, true that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what did we do? We went down to uh, downtown to the pier where I like to go to watch the air show. Uh, oh, instead of that's CNE. right. We did that too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a pier right across the pond from uh, the Billy Bishop Airport, which mm-hmm. not many people know about, but it's the best spot to watch the air show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So Linda and I went down there, spent a day, had a nice dinner, and then um, Mankut Thai restaurant that uh, that uh, we took Jeff and Cassie to. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh yeah it was a nice day and uh been watching a couple of shows so uh i'm shocked that we never talked about this on the show yet because we have so many uh, listeners that are into wrestling Mm -hmm. but i've been watching heels and oh my god what an awesome show that is if you, but you have to enjoy wrestling. It, you, like you don't have to know that much, but you have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy it. But if you are a wrestling fan, um, what, that show is incredible. Like, what what is it like? Is it a, a drama? Like dramatization? Yeah. It's, it's not reality no, no, or anything. It, no, no, it's okay. it's a it's a drama. It's mm-hmm. a drama. It's uh, it's and and it's just done so well. Mm-hmm. And it's not about wrestling per se, sure. but wrestling is like it's, so it's, it's set. About, it's set in that yeah. world. Yeah, it's not in that world. Okay. Um, yeah, everyone knows wrestling is fake and stuff like that. That's what? not what. No, don't say that. Settle down. <laughs> um, anyway, um, it's really good. I recommend it to everybody. It's hmm. like a for me, a, like a nine out of ten, easy. That, that sounds right down your alley, Jeff. Are you familiar with this show? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen the entire first season. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't caught the second season yet. It's got a uh, Stephen Amell in it who played uh, Green Arrow. On, mm-hmm. uh, That's on- right. He's the he's the main guy. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, uh, you get a little little taste of a few different characters. Uh, uh, the guy who played the police officer on True Blood, he's in it. Um, he's got a good role in it. Um, my favorite wrestler, uh, we were talking about in the pre-show, CM Punk. Um, he's actually on it. Um, oh, okay. He is. He yeah. is. He's 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 on it lots. Mm-hmm. There was he, one episode is, that yeah. we got, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mankind on. Oh, yeah. really? So the, uh, are they, they're playing themselves? No, 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 no. They're like, no, they're not playing themselves. They're playing different characters. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Uh, it's really good. I'd really good. I'd, I'd probably really enjoy it. it. I mean, I really enjoyed glow and I really enjoy like all those documentaries. It's better than glow. It's better really? than glow. Glow, yes. glow is pretty damn good. Glow was good. I think it's better than glow. Like yeah. I can't, I, I'm, I'm uh, all up to speed on the latest episode in sure. season two and I can't wait for the next one. Interesting. It's really good. But a show that's even better. Mm. Uh, like way better, uh, that yes, I know I'm late to the party on this one, but Linda and I finally started watching, uh, the last of us and it's, oh my God, it's so good. Oh. It's so good. Yeah. It's I still haven't picked so that up. Good. Yeah. So good. But yeah. Everyone like, says, so, so. I, I guess I should probably. I just kept just avoiding it. it because of the origin of it. And, mm-hmm. and now I just like, feel like, ah, you know, 
It's just like getting into letter Kenny. So late, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it just <laughs> makes me feel like everybody else is jealous, but, um, but you I'm get good. to experience it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> nice. So, so, right. so, you know, for anybody, any other loser out there that's, uh, hasn't started watching it yet, mm-hmm. uh, definitely uh, get it on your list. Well, I forgot to mention in terms of TV shows, winning time. I've been watching that. That's the LA Lakers. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I watched, I loved, loved the first season. Now season two is out. I think I'm three episodes into season two. To, I can't get over the actors they got to play Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Larry Bird, like spot on. And it's it's impossible to find people who look the part, are like tall enough, and and have the skills to be able to pull it off. They do such a great job. And Adrian, who, who's the guy? Who's the guy that was uh, Freddy? Freddy Krueger? Fre- uh, Robert England is is he and Larry Bird like related? No, no. No, not that I'm aware of. But the guy that got to play Larry Bird is is spot is like so good. Um, Was it England? No, it wasn't England. Uh, Adrian (laughs) Brody is uh, Patrick um, uh, Pat Riley Riley is really good. You you know, after a while, the nose disappears. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like, yeah, highly, highly recommend if you guys haven't watched Winning Time. I'm loving it. Just the period of it, like being early 80s and just the grainy footage. And it's so well produced, too. Uh, highly recommend. And yes, we were at the 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 CNE. I know I'm, I'm taking somebody's. Oh. Well, can I just t- put the sonic boom? I was gonna say. Okay, never mind. You go ahead. Stepping on my dick again. Your time. <laughs> go ahead. Is it my time now? Yeah, go ahead. All right, Victor, are you done? <laughs> yes, <she's> done. <laughs> yes, I'm done. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a really exciting and busy week. Uh, we kicked it off at the CNE on Friday, mm-hmm. um, and and coming into the CNE, oh, you little stinker! Uh, coming into the CNE, we um, um, the 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 the, oh, the Jets, man, the the they were amazing. The 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 plane, whatever they call it, the planes. Yeah, the Air blue show? angels, the, the blue angels, whatever the planes were, the, mm-hmm. the, it was incredible, incredible. Like I was losing my ish in the car. I had the window. I'm like, I'm surprised my phone didn't get go on the, the bloody road. I was trying everything to get the angles. I was so excited. I was, uh, we, uh, while we were driving, uh, they went right overhead and they were going so fast and then like a delay. And then all of a sudden you heard this like boom in the air and felt it. I've never heard or felt a sonic boom before somebody fucked up because they're, they're not allowed to be doing that near the city. They got to be pretty far out because there's a lot of glass in downtown Toronto in those, uh, uh, um, condos. So you can't be doing that shit it that close shook, to the city. <laughs> it shook in my stomach and it was like, I thought, I thought there was a bomb that was released. Yeah, it was in, really in cool. Somehow in, in some of the part of the air, I'm like, what is happening? What was that? And Alan called it right away. He knew that it was the boom. I was like, I didn't even know what happened. Um, I was, I was like a child. <laughs> I was so bloody excited by these things. And that is like the highlight of the, the going to the CNE. I want to go and see that every year. If that's part of the CNE, we haven't been in like 10 years. Yo, and you, I don't even remember seeing the planes. You, before. What you like so much, the people who actually lived down there were complaining because it was basically an entire week of that. Oh like, man. Can you imagine? I would, I would have just literally, I would have like laid on a blanket, just staring up at them. It was that exciting. It was seriously the most exciting thing. I was, I was giddy. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, anyways, it was super exciting. We went to the CNE. We had a lot of fun. Um, we went 
went on some rides. Uh, we had a great time. Next day, yeah, we hung out with our, our friends up in uh, Wasaga. Mm-hmm. Finally got to see what those party um, islands yeah. islands look like. <laughs> I didn't even know what a party island looked like actually before Letter Kenny. But I'd seen them. People were going out. They were on the bar. Like it's a bar that floats around. Um, so very fun. And uh, we had a great, oh, we had such an amazing time. It was so much fun. Um, and then school uh, kicked off this this week. Oh yeah, that happened. We too. had uh, we it was back to to school routine. Uh, we've had uh, tons of issues with the school bus dropping our uh, daughter off like an hour late. Anyways, that's a different story. Um, so yeah, it's been a super busy week, and I've been just like work has been absurdly crazy. But my most exciting thing was I got. I this is this is a sad excitement. Um, I got a, a standing height desk to go <laughs> on top of my desk, and I thought, and I've I've, I've been putting it off for like years now because I've been working from home for quite some time now. Um, and I've been putting it off and then I finally broke down and got it because my hips just can't do it anymore sitting for eight hours a day. Um, and, and, and it's just, it's, it's my, I'm so excited by this. It's <laughs> ridiculous that, you know, $150 can make me that happy, but I am stupid happy. It's the, it's a great, great invention. Check it out. If you haven't got one, if you've been thinking of it, they are so worth it. I wish I had got it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. They're worth it. Um, Cassie, how have you been? Um, well, like Victor said, it's been a short week. It's been shorter for me cause I took today off. Uh, so I had today off work. Mm. I'm currently running on about two un- inter- uninterrupted hours of sleep and mm. three energy drinks, oh, um, and just pure spite against nature. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, that's basically been my life Um, at the time of recording. um, I'm sure a lot of our community saw that there's been the announcement of Mark Forward doing a uh, Letterkenny tour. And Jeff McHenry. Don't forget Jeff. Absolutely. Super thrilled about that. That may or may not have been why I took the time off work. (laughs) Um, So I'm super stoked about that. And on that topic... Our friend of the pod, awesome. Uh, she runs the uh, Letter Kenny subreddit. Mm-hmm. They're doing an AMA tomorrow at 3 p.m. with Mark Ford. So everybody oh. should go there and uh, get their questions in. Um, other than that, I've just been training up for Tough Mudder next week. Uh, oh, looking forward week. to Just for Laughs the week after that. And I guess the last thing to shout out is just a shout out to another friend of the podcast, uh, Dennis. Uh, He's doing his charity event tomorrow for Tommy's, which is a charity that helps take care of uh, people and their their newborn children, I I guess it is. Um, So I just wanted to wish him all the best of luck with that. Yeah. And he just uh, finished a tough mother mud mudder like uh, challenge in the UK as well with our buddy Trollinger last week. Yeah, the wolf run. The wolf run. Same thing, right? Or, or kind of the same thing? Very similar yeah. from my understanding. Yeah, very cool. So the, they, they shared all the dirty pictures, nice. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally dirty pictures from that race uh, last week. And it was a lot of fun to check that out. Uh, yeah, and, that'll be me next weekend. <laughs> yes. Uh, hopefully you can share some dirty pictures of yourself then too. Oh dear. I'll see what I can do. Oh dear. Oh dear. Jeff, how have you been, bud? Oh, not so bad. We just wrapped up our, uh, busy back to school season here. And, oh, yeah. um, uh, I think it's officially 
officially over. I'm going to call it over yesterday. Uh, Pantera was in town oh. with, uh, with Lamb of God, big concert. And like our last big, you know, hurrah for the, the summer. We've got a couple more minor concerts coming up, but, mm-hmm. but nothing huge. Um, just got to get through a hellish week and a half uh, doing inventory at work. Uh, and then after that, I'm on vacation headed to Toronto. So. Yeah. Coming back Hi up yeah. here. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. So Driving excited. back up um, with Marcus to see another Mark forward show on, oh, yeah? the, on the 22nd. Two more Mark forward yeah. shows. So, yeah. We're um, seeing Joe DeRosa and Michelle Wolf who are not letter Kenny related, but mm-hmm. you know, just some com- comedians some comics that we, uh, we were interested in. And then uh, we're going to see Mark forward twice. Uh, Victor, you're more than welcome. Um, he's I'll doing the, the show, my friend. I'll, I'll be in the Sioux. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah that's right that's too bad well anybody else is welcome uh they're doing the the shows it's at the comedy store the comedy bar there the same place that, that the previous mark forward show we went to was so that's exciting uh and then uh hopefully with mark forward's announcement of his uh his upcoming tour the the letter kenny comedy tour mm-hmm. uh our good buddy adrian and i we were talking this morning and i think we're going to catch him in boston together Hell yeah. That's awesome. There. So, um, and then my buddy Marcus, you know, uh, the Jason Statham of Maine, he'll be, uh, <laughs> he's talking about, he, he's, he's interested too. So that should be fun. And it's, uh, yeah, Mark and um, uh, Jeff McHenry and the, I looked up, I, I the, the two writers on the show, it's mm-hmm. Allie Pierce and yeah. Olivia Stadler. That's it. So I'm wondering how, I, I don't know their backgrounds or they stand up comedy. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, mean, I know I, Olivia, I, I follow on Instagram as she is a stand up. I'm, I'm a, 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 I assume Allie Pierce is as well, but Olivia is funny. Like I've seen her on roast battles on Canadian roast battles. She, okay. uh, she's a firecracker. So uh, okay. look out for that one. She, she's really good. Um, but yeah, I'm looking. Um, I'm hoping we can uh, either do the Burlington or the London show for that too. That would be good. I'm thinking now London because the Burlington one is on a Thursday, and yeah. London's on a Friday. It might be easier for us to do that. But uh, anyway, we'll see. To yeah, end of, well then, end of I mean, November. hopefully we can get together. Have although it would be cool to do the Burlington one because when we're there for just for laughs. Yeah, Burlington is. Um, uh, Jeff McHenry's well, not his hometown, but he's like, he's in Acton. So that would be like his, his oh, yeah. Hometown? yeah, his, his like nearby hometown. So I, I feel like that would be like a hometown show for him. And who knows what kind of, uh, can't you know, say action without me putting the other sentence. Yeah. The together. Burlington code, code factory, it's worth right? The drive to Acton. <laughs> so, that was their commercial. Mm-hmm. It's worth the but, drive. But to now Acton. the, the go train goes to Burlington just that. Yeah. Time. So anyway, we'll, we'll, oh, we'll it figure now? it out, but I think we should make a night of it uh, and, and try to met, meet up with as many people the as we can. The train goes to Burlington. I had a nice exchange with Mark Ford actually on <laughs> IG where, where I said, take my money. He said, you guys should come. I said, we're, we're hoping to. So, uh, Finally, he's actually responded to something, but obviously he's only responding to me because we're going to go see him at a show. But <laughs> right, he, he's he's good about that. But yeah. I mean, you know, that, that'd be a good question. I mean, you always awesome always has you ask if they'll do an AMA. You should mm-hmm. have her ask if yeah. you know maybe he'll pop on here. But yeah, um, no. Crossed. Other than that, guys, the only other thing I want to mention is the you know first week of American football here, and mm-hmm. uh, we have the official. TPS fantasy football league in full swing. Thanks to uh, Jersey Mike. Um, and like, it's so far it's been, it's been fun. Just the creative names and yeah. You know, the, the, the smack talk kind of, and learning. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying reading along. I'm not participating cause I'm, I know nothing about football, but uh, 
I am I'm enjoying like reading along all the the smell. Is, uh, is Pinball Clemens that's still Canadian football? And no, he, relevant. He he's no. not. <laughs> he retired years he ago. Was. Yeah, he's a great public <laughs> hey. speak speaker oh, yeah. though. Yeah, he is great. motivational. He's speaker. very relevant up here, Jeff. Just not okay. playing football anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, Doug Hootie, is that how you pronounce Flutie. it? He made it into the NFL. Doug, Doug Flutie. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, All right. <laughs> I need a coffee. And so do you. I think everyone here needs a coffee. It's been a long week. So let's listen to this, uh, <laughs> this uh, message from our friend Alexander. Uh, oh, hey, Alexander. You work here now? It's a man who go to sleep with itchy butt, wake up with smelly finger. Uh, okay. <laughs> Welcome to Diabolical Coffee. My name is Alexander. How might I help you? Right. I was needing a coffee. Thanks. Well, now, at Diabolical Coffee, we say we have a roast for every taste. How would you describe your taste? I mean, I like coffee. Grind is very important, too. We have a standard grind, of course. Of course. And, of course, we also have a coarse grind. Right. Now, some folks don't trust their grind into strangers, so we <laughs> offer whole bean as well. For instance, these Peruvian beans are, of course, from Peruvia, which, if memory serves me, is where your family hails from. Well, Portugal, but... So that's like a taste of home. What? <laughs> Did you know we also have espresso, or as is known in Italy, espresso? You know, the hand gestures don't make that right. We also have K-cups, which keeps the coffee from getting on the outside of the pot, which I must admit, I've never been a fan of. The outside, huh? Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the produce stand. Rings a bell. Now, for some reason, if you put that in the promo code, this guy, Eric, gives you 20% off your purchase. But I'd keep that under my hat. Yeah, secret safe with me. I'm going to go look at the diabolically awesome swag. He'll give you 20% off of that, too. You just can't beat that deal. I don't care who you are. Right. Thank you, Alexander. Don't thank me. Thank Diabolical Coffee. You're right. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. That guy, Eric, must be a good guy, but not very savvy if you ask me. Giving away 20% left and right, all willy-nilly. Thank you, Eric and Diabolical Coffee. And speaking of support, welcome to Twitter followers. Y'all, A, from Abbotsford, B.C., Jacques-Louis David from Paris, France, Daryl J. Mann, Andre Catown from um, South Bend, Indiana, B. Kelly from Chicago Heights, Connor, Kim from California, Heath Hudson from Ontario, Glade Perfect Hair Forever, uh, Zach, no, Rack Zobinson, John Dom from Middle of Alberta, Eric Ward Ward from North Carolina, Cassia, uh, Just Kitten Around from Glasgow, Scotland, uh, Zach Mulhall from Ironwood, Michigan, Flag City Football Club from Finland, Findlay, Ohio, Ed from Ankeny, Iowa, like some very new different places here. Mario V, Rich uh, Scaramoza from Boston, Massachusetts, Rod Telfer from Cedar, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, uh, Harlan Blaine Kitwyatt from, well, uh, from Saskatchewan. He's our buddy there, Harlan. Um, where did I leave off here? Oh, L from Kingston, Ontario. Bill, Liam Nissan from of Earth 616 from Plattsburgh, New York. Uh, Jenny Bond from LA. Eric Gilbert from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Ben Hughes, Mrs. Civic Arena from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Joseph Mitchum, Doug Hoffman from Boston. Massachusetts. Uh, Joseph Mitchum. Uh, d- uh, no, Walter Menk. Uh, Elizabeth Thieler, EA Sports Clips from Bardstown, Kentucky, uh, Nate, Nate Stoddard, George Hall, Patrick 
Enright, Scott L. from Greenville, South Carolina, Alex Cook from the UK, Scott Summers from Oscoda, Michigan, Danny Collins from Canada, Junior AKA Tons from Brent, London, uh, Ponch, Karen Gellies, uh, Sweet Sarcasm from Michigan, I'm Probably Wrong, but from Buffalo, New York, Tiffany from Las Vegas, Rob Armstrong, Grilled Cheeses, I love that name, and uh, Dan <laughs> Stephenson, and uh, Jen, uh, Jeremy Beer Me from Maryland, thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Wow. Previously on letter Kenny. Uh, last week our buddy Chad joined us to hold our first ever universal brawl draft and it was a shocking success uh, this week our buddy Jeff returns to kick out his favorite rolled moments on letter Kenny so here we go well don't bore us get to the chorus Jeff let's talk about rolled for a second there what did you do to get these clips all right. Well, first off, I reached out to Evan to see if he would give us his favorite rolled moment. I didn't hear back. A little mm-hmm. disappointed there, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> He's a busy guy. We mm-hmm. forgive him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of uh, uh, shorts that I had sent to you that um, um, we didn't include, but it's okay. I'm going to mention them real quick. Uh, okay. When I tear this Band-Aid off mm-hmm. is that I was doing the funniest rolled moments so yeah. that anybody who's looking for the good scene, the really cool scene with Lady C, with the dancing and everything. Not included in this one. No. Um, there's a couple of shorter clips. Um, you're bitchier than I remember. <laughs> Fantastic line delivery from him. Uh, he and Stewart uh, going against the hockey players ch- on Chell. That was that was great. Um, the fuck emo scene was great. Um, the Muppet rolled scene where they first meet Gay and he appears underneath her and just screaming. Right like a Muppet um, mm-hmm. amazing scene there. And then uh, the other one I'm <laughs> it could have easily made the top 10 was when um, uh, Axon slash uh, uh, called him Tinkerbell or something and something about <laughs> wiping Stuart's butthole and he <laughs> and Rolf said you were passed out. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> those scenes could have easily made it in. Uh, they, they, they did not, we, we, we went with some longer ones with rolled his journey really began. I think there's one clip in here that's pre season three that still has, uh, we'll call it, um, uh, before Devin mm-hmm. or no. Yeah. Uh, well, no, there's one clip that's, that's got Devin, like when, when Devin was still part of the show Yeah. after that is when rolled shines mm-hmm. and I can't imagine the show without him becoming Stuart's true lieutenant as number two. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I think the only, the only time there might've been a season, the season they introduced Ron and Dax mm-hmm. rolled kind of took a backseat again for, for just a season, mm-hmm. but then he, he, he reemerged. And uh, I mean, the letter Kenny would not be this show without rolled. He's like an a plus of the B team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I think um, Evan Stern really took, took that character and made it his own. And, uh, and I, I think, I don't think he gave them any choice. He was so good at it that, that they had to write bits for him because it would have been a, a horrible waste of that actor, um, to not do that. He's such a good physical actor mm-hmm. and, but his delivery is amazing as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just perfect. Like, like I said, I can't imagine Letter Kenny without Roldy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's uh, let's see what your top ten is. I mean, you mentioned a bunch of really great runners up, and sorry I didn't get those clips again. I ran out of time this week, but I did it's get. All, I gave you a workload. Yeah, like, you like, gave I gave me you quite a, a lot quite to a deal bit. with. So <laughs> that's one of the things that I like is I like feeling like a director when when you you let us do these, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like the producer, and I'm like, okay, 
this is my vision. Like, let's go with it. And you put it together. It's cool. It's cool. all right. Good. I'm glad you appreciate it. Here we go with, uh, Oh, what? Oh, I thought I shared my screen, but I haven't yet. I'm going to share my screen. And here we go with Jeff's best role moments. Number 10. Now, do you, oh, do you want to tee these up before they, they play or do you want to, um, ah, no, go ahead, go ahead and play them. Then if we got anything to say, we will. <laughs> All right, here we go. Number 10. You've asked Mr. Goldstein to sell drugs for us at an elevated price to take heat off of our names. And Mr. Goldstein, you have been offered free skunk bud indica in exchange for these services. Now, the agreement is all but signed. What must transpire between these two entities in order to close this deal? <laughs> Avi, you have the floor. Thank you. Advil rolled in flu. Now, Tylenol cold and soup. I will head your sales team. <laughs> when you admit that weed is in fact a drug. Don't you remember the the thrill of of hiding weed in your locker at school and knowing that if you got caught, oh, you get in trouble? Yeah, junior kindergarten was a riot. But I mean, but don't you remember the excitement of bringing it home and and hiding it in your undie drawer so your mom couldn't find it? Well, my mom was hiding it in her undie drawer, unsuccessfully. But don't you remember when Katie came to you for the first time for weed. The excitement of when she asked you to meet her after school in that hedge with the big hole in it. Oh, it was so secret. And sexual. Sure. <laughs> but do you remember what she called you? Her first drug dealer. Goldstein? One of the stew? You will sell our rips, and in exchange, we will provide a free and unlimited supply of the drug marijuana. Hype. Two conditions. One, weed up front. Done. I need your reassurance that these drugs have not been tampered with. Tampered with? Yeah, cut up with anything not advertised. Rule to perdition. Our stuff is safe to play with. Rated E for everyone. And yes, we have a deal. Wonders! You will post up outside of the dollar store, and we will herd customers your way. That's what's up, acidic stew. Sure, you're right. You know what it is? Hype. (laughs) All right. Uh, to me, that's one of his best performances, but that's from uh, season 11, episode four. Uh, and uh, yeah, talk about this scene, Jeff. Uh, great physical comedy. Um, and his delivery mm-hmm. is his delivery. I mean, I mean, he's supposed to be the number two. He's supposed to be whispering in Stewart's ear all the time. And literally he's whispering in Stewart's ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just funny. It's just his performance uh, is, is just great in that scene. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, this is probably one of my favorite of his performances, but that, that scene there. And I remember back when we were talking about this episode, I called out that scene saying, watch it again, watch rolled snake around stew, like a, a serpent, like a, I don't know, like, a, like a Disney villains pet sidekick, you know, like uh, just everything about it was it's so cartoony and it's great it's great 
uh, yeah. So, Oh, uh, Victor, what did you think of that one? Yeah. So this is, again, you know, I'm not a big fan of the skids, mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to get some hate uh, for most of my uh, mm-hmm. kind of reviews here. Um, I, I can take them or leave them. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, and 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 like when I look at the scene, all I'm interested in is is Avi because he's got he's got the delivery, he's got the funny lines. Uh, the skids in this scene. I didn't really find them funny. I rolled. You guys are kind of gushing all over him. I'm thinking, okay, whatever. Uh, I'm. It, it just doesn't do anything for me. Mm. I'm. 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 You know. I. I. I'm thinking Letterkenny does just fine without skids. There you go. <laughs> that. That. Can. I, can I get an extra blue spatula? <laughs> you, know, you know what? Yeah. Let's. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Blue spatula. Double blue spatula. Uh, t- uh, Tanya. Uh, you know, I used to feel the same way as Victor. I remember the skid, the skids were not my favorite. You know, I didn't understand their world. I didn't understand why they were dancing and st- strung out and where their storyline came into to play, really. Um, and and it was they were just they were so awkward and so strange. Um, but they really did grow on me. And, mm. and, and I appreciate the, the challenge and difficulty of, of what he did both physically and, um, you know, um, being able to run his lines and, and, and say what he did and have the mannerisms and, and whisper it at the right moment. And, and, um, as Alan said, snake around Mm -hmm. him and he did, he just, he, he, you can't take your eyes off of him. He's mesmerizing. He, he really does deliver that scene so well, um, that he he steals the scene like Stewart's supposed to be the 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 yeah, number one. I don't know what what Victor's talking about. And, Rold absolutely and, and steals that scene. Rold absolutely steals that scene. He does steal the scene. Yeah. Like he is, he's so mesmerizing, mm-hmm. and and his eyes, his his hands, his everything. He's mm-hmm. he uses his whole body, and yeah, uh, yeah it's it's a great. I, and I'm I'm already picked my number one in my head. So like I'm I'm so excited now to see like what. <laughs> What's this? What uh, what what picks you have, Jeff? Yeah, I don't know. This would have been probably my number one, especially when it goes E for everyone. Just oh his, my god, his voice shifts <laughs> e to that, for every, that like that demonic E for everyone. Anyway, uh, Cassie, what do you think of this? Honestly, Al, you hit the nail right on the head when you said it is cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely see a lot of um, rolled and. You know, Evan Stern's background as a, you know, professional dancer and as a break dancer in how physical mm-hmm. he is in his acting and how he can snake his way through. Um, I'd actually like I've always really appreciated that about him, but I've never like consciously put two and two together. But you're 100 percent right. He's like a Disney villains familiar. Mm-hmm. He specifically reminds me of in uh, The Little Mermaid, Ursula's uh, two eels, Flotsam oh, and Jetsam. Yeah, wow. there you go. Yeah. yeah. And I would have never put that together. So kudos to you for pointing that out oh. and kudos to him for making that a reality because <laughs> mm-hmm. it it's something that I don't think a lot of actors could do. Right. No, I think I, I, mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Let's uh, go on to uh, number nine. Let's see what that uh, one is. Number nine. Now we must all hold hands. Ooh, no. no. Fine. Wine. Rolled. <sighs> Glenn. 
Road. Road. Glenn. Road. Road. Glenn. Road. Road. Glenn. Road. Now we need five seconds of silence mm. while Lucifer locates us. Mm. Sorry, that was the ghost of yesterday's dinner. Honestly. Five seconds of silence to beckon Beelzebub. Uh. Sorry, you give me a stage like that, I'm gonna have to dazzle. <laughs> Five seconds of silence <laughs> while Satan substantiates. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what? What was that one? Control your bum. Be a lady. It came out my front bum. Oh no. Is that a queef? <laughs> Sounded like a queef. Queef. Okay. <laughs> oh. How are you doing that? I don't know. It's very freaky. Are you scared? I'm very scared. Okay, everybody. Five more seconds of silence. No farting or burping or... Maybe... Maybe it'll go away. And try again. Volt! Oh, no, no. Jesus Christ! He has nothing to do with it, but oh my god. Exercise him, Glenn. What? I don't know how to do that. I did not think it would come up. Oh, how are you doing that? I don't know. Oh. Stop doing that. It's like we flipped the wrong button or something. There are no buttons. Can we hit a circuit breaker, maybe? Maybe there's just a frog in my throat here. Let me try and cough it out. Is it gone? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to know what? My friend Sean Amsing has a Halloween party in the city before Halloween every year, and he calls it premature ejaculantern. That's good. <laughs> Clever. I like that. He's a really funny guy. <laughs> I have got to watch that one again. I don't remember it. Jeff. Jeff, so talk about this yeah, one. Yeah, that's the, the Halloween episode. Um, uh, was that season three? Uh, three season three, three, yeah. Episodes uh, Haunting at Modines, yes. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, just that entire, everybody is great in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, all just kind of is like the, the the cherry on top with, again, his physical acting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you just can't help but, but but you know, not look away from him. He's mm-hmm. just... He's just funny. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I love, I love his, I mean, obviously it wasn't his voice when they were doing, yeah, you know, yeah. modulation or whatnot. There's ADR. Victor, what does ADR stand for? <laughs> what? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was your cue. I said it, it was ADR. What yeah. does ADR stand for? Um, oh, I said it last week and I wife, uh, what is it? Uh, audio something re- additional dialogue replacement. It, yes, yeah. it is. See, someone is listening, <laughs> but not you. <laughs> I've had a long day. Okay. Okay. Well, you're up next. What did, what did you think of that scene? 
Well, again, I, you know, uh, Jeff's gushing over Rold. I'm thinking, you know, it's the Hicks that were funny in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the ones that brought the comedy. And I thought uh, the skids were just nonsense, nonsensical. Glenn was OK, I guess. OK, but the Hicks, they have to react to something outrageous, which is what was provided by Roll. Yeah, I guess for me, the best part about the skids, aside from the Chell scene, which I'm un- uh, unfortunately we're not going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is, uh, is the dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the, for me, the funniest part about the skids mm-hmm. and I, you know, that's how they introduced them. And it's the kind of the goofy zany, but I feel like, you know, yeah. The best line in that whole scene is the one that Derry gives some, uh, when he burps, he says, give me a stage like that. And I'm going to, uh, what is it? I'm going to dazzle something. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Line. What, uh, however he delivered it was perfect. Tanya, what'd you think of that? So I have a question for mm-hmm. Victor. Would you have preferred the skids to have stayed in the in the in the um, uh, convenience store parking lot, just dancing the whole time? Like they they've had such an yeah, arc. I mean, that's I, just think about it. That's basically what Shorzy is on on Letterkenny. Like they they don't evolve the Shorzy character at all. He's just he's just for background. But they humor. evolved the skids. Yeah, the they skids have evolved. evolved. Yeah. I know, yeah. but I'm saying they didn't have to. <laughs> but they, but but did they, you not they, appreciate that they evolved? Like that they that they really, they found a place in the community and they I, worked I with the Hicks I, and that yeah. there became this camaraderie yeah, sure, between the two. Yeah, you're yes. still mad about the guitar smashing. Yes, yeah, yeah he still holds it against them. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I just feel like I just feel like they're there. They're yeah, it's. I just feel like they're part of the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and and then when they when they when they're brought to the foreground, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me because mm. I can't I can't really. Uh, I guess I'm hearing from everybody that every small town has these characters and and yeah, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I guess I've just. It's never, it's, it hasn't really been part of my Well, since experience. you grew up in Toronto, uh, maybe you just didn't <laughs> surround yourself with, with enough of these characters. Uh, another blue yeah, spatula either. So, yeah. Cassie, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, every small town has, <laughs> like, that's just how it goes. Yeah. So, you know, we wouldn't have an accurate portrayal of small town mm-hmm. southern ontario without some skids <laughs> that said and on to this uh scene i really like it um mm-hmm. i think when i covered mrs mcmurray i said you know this episode's not really my favorite in and of itself mm-hmm. but it does have moments that shine and this is definitely one of them mm-hmm. this is and i feel like i'm not commenting so much on rolled as a character as i am on evan stern as an actor mm-hmm. This is the scene that makes me want to see him in some sort of horror comedy. Possession mm-hmm. movies are already one of my favorite subgenres of horror. Yeah. And I would love to see him do a horror comedy about possession. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe we'll one day get another Halloween episode where we get to extrapolate that with with Rold. I'd like to see it and I think it makes sense. Since he's so muppety and puppety, it makes sense that he's the one that became the conduit for possession in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Um, but again, I can't think of many other characters that could fulfill this role as well as role did. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, and so I'll agree with Victor in that maybe the, 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 the Hicks had most of the, jo- like the jokes in this scene. 
again though they have to re they have to have something absolutely outrageous to react to and that's what the skids are providing them and and, right. and that's that's exactly what like, like this scene was was mm-hmm. um the skid or, or the the hicks were the engine yeah but rolled was the gasoline yes exactly yeah well put and it beautifully shot too like i i hear what you're saying cassie about this maybe not being the strongest of the holiday episodes but it does look beautiful like oh uh, absolutely the, the the tone the color tone they they use throughout and in this case somebody on the live stream commented on i think it was uh, yyz gord commented yeah the circular camera effect which they use later on uh, too like when where the camera's going around the table as they're doing the seance yeah, just mm-hmm. just a beautifully shot and beautifully acted scene. So, um, all right, let's move on to the next one. Number eight. Well, oh, that's Stuart. He's in trouble. Who was that? It's good. Hello. He's Stuart. He's in trouble. Who is that? Ahoy, ahoy. Stuart's in trouble! <laughs> Call me first next time. <laughs> Isn't he sober now? Yeah, but he, he's, 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 he's... Slow down. He's, 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 Breathe, Roldy. <laughs> Healing? Dealing. Dealing. Shocker. Yeah, is this another D? 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 And he's gonna kill him. Okay, well, stop the healing and come home. He won't. He won't. Why not? Because he's a vigilante. He's a vigilante. He's a vigilante. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Okay, we're coming. Oh, yeah. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Dan, get off my dick today. Sorry, Miss Katie's. <laughs> What's the problem, Wayne? You don't want to go to the SPCA and play with the dogs? Oh. What's the matter, Derry? You don't want to go to the food court in the mall and get a little bit of everything to create the perfect meal? Oh. And Dan, if you get off my dick, we'll play Big Buck Hunter HD 42-inch wild at one of the Donnelly bars. All right, I know that last part here had no rule, but I wanted to leave it in just be just for for remembrance sake. Um, six point three episode six point three of the city. Uh, Jeff, talk about it. Yeah, you left a couple of uh, a couple extra seconds on there than mm-hmm. than I had put down. It it just rolled in his fake crying. Um, yeah, I you can't help but laugh, Victor. <laughs> you're cold hearted if you don't laugh at that. It's it, it's he just funny. his veins pop out everywhere his forehead his neck everywhere like he commits he just um yeah really well done one hundred percent yes uh, Tanya uh, <laughs> I like his uh, his his delivery was was spot on it's mm-hmm. exactly what you would expect him to how you expect the character to be um you know the the holding back the tears the uh, uh, you you can't understand what he's saying mm-hmm. and uh you know Katie's response to it um it was it's a great scene for sure Cassie um Jeff you're doing amazing with these scenes <laughs> um what really struck me about this, and I mean, we've always seen it with Rold, but just how much he edges into that, like, 
almost category of like a teenage girl character. <laughs> like that is the hysterics you see from like a teenage girl on a CW show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, a lot of people, you know, will call roll the lap dog. Um, I see honestly just a really good loyal friend. Now, is it hilarious to see? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I mean, you know, when the gloves come off, that's somebody you want on your side. Someone who cares that much. Yeah. Um, again, we got another scene where it's the Hicks reacting to the, 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 the weirdness of the skids. I love how they answer the phone and hang up right away. Who was it? Skid. They don't even know the, them in, as individuals. They just know them as a, yeah. as a skid, right? Which I find hilarious. And, and of course it's Katie who has to be the one with the empathy and say, you know, next time just call me and yes, we will be there to help you. Uh, Victor, dare I ask? <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm with the Hicks on this one. Um, I, you know, stop, stop being a whiny baby and spit it out. Sorry, a teenage girl and spit it out. And and I don't know. I just didn't feel like it's like I was. My more spatula kind of is getting used today. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I was kind of more annoyed by that scene than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was uh, I was feeling it when they were hanging up on him. Mm-hmm. OK, good. At, at least we have some feeling. <laughs> All right. Let's see the next one. Number seven. I got the NES out for you. What happened in the 64? Six hours Mario Kart. Six hours Diddy Kong Racing. Have I been sleeping that long? He did melatonin dry rips. You did melatonin dry rips? Did you play Goldeneye? Pointless. Everyone has the multiplayer maps memorized. What's on NES? We beat Mario 1. Almost on Mario 3. What about Mario 2? <gasps> That's it. Desist. You are a miss. Super Mario Brothers 2? What kind of dismantled, bemused, lugubrious motherfucker wants to play that start? I'm sad, Devin. I know. Do what you must. I will. We will. We will? Mm-hmm. We need you back in. 100. 100. Zero to 100. Real quick. So, we will get her back. Rolled? That better be the duck hunter gun in your pocket. It's called an NES zapper? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, uh, Season two, episode six, Finding Stormy a Stud. Jeff. Um, So that is, uh, for me, that's one of Rold's biggest first scenes. Might be his biggest first scene Mm. um, because that's the, the first one or the only one that I've got in this countdown that, that has Devin in it at all because Rold's Rold's essentially, I mean, he's kind of like Connor and Darian plus, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, But it's funny because most of the dialogue obviously is between Stuart um, and Devin, and mm-hmm. then Rold comes in at the very end, like a joke assassin, and just <laughs> just nails it. Very good, Cassie. I mean, I think Jeff hit all my points right then and there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this is like like you've all said, uh, when Devin was around, Roald didn't really get to shine as much. I don't know if they were still trying to figure out his character or what the case was, but just his facial acting in this, the absolute look of ecstatic glee when Devin says, you know, that better be the duck hunter gun. And <laughs> just the way he replies with his matter of fact, it's an NES zapper. And no, it's not. <laughs> I, and his eyes. There's so much in his eyes. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Um, the only way they could have made that better is if they had thrown in somehow an "I love the Power Glove" reference. <laughs> that would not be out of you know, out of left field yeah. for for rolled in that scene. I'm going to risk a blue spatula here, and I'm going to say I enjoy Super Mario too. So I, uh, you know, I resent that Ooh. remark. No, um, Um, I'm going to take your word for it, Jeff, that this is kind of uh, Rold's first um, coming out scene, you know, a bit like in terms of, uh, yes, you're right. I, I, I believe, I mean, I don't, I have no basis to, to, uh, to base this on except, you know, what happens after Devin leaves. Right. I believe that Devin was always supposed to be the number two. And then when he leaves the show, I think Rold didn't give them any choice. Like he was so good that they, they didn't give him any choice to make him the number, the de facto number two, because of see, like what he was able to do with as little as he had in this scene. And it was so good. Right. So um, I think he took that character, he owned it and he forced the writers to make him a better part, bigger part of the show. Uh, well, when you think about it, I think it's, you know, what, two episodes later and Devin's gone. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah. And I think for me and Victor can throw up a blue spatula on this mm-hmm. one, but for me, I think Rold may be the most consistently funny character. Wow. Mm-hmm. Of the series. <laughs> oh, there's a blue spatula from Victor. You called it. Wow. Jeez. Uh, I don't disagree. I think he's, he's usually good when, when he's, uh, when he's given something to do, he makes yep. the most of, of his scenes for sure. Victor. I don't know. To me, Alexander is saying, hold my beer right now. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I think the best part of the scene was the staging and the rock band instruments. Everything else was uh, just all right. Oh, and Tanya. Um, I, I have a question. So is Rold's penis uh, nicknamed Stormy? No, no. The Stormy is the dot. Finding Stormy a stud. Was he not finding himself a stud? No, this was the B story. I was joking. Okay, all right. Joking. Joking. I know it was Rosie's dog. Um, No, it's it's, his eyes. Oh, my God. Like, how do you act that? Like, his his eyes say so much. And it's, how do you do that? I just don't even know how you do that. Like, the the look on his face, how he rolls his eyes, and and, and what his eyes say is is just it's unbelievable that he can do that all right let's uh, move on to the next one number six hey girl hey boy superstar dj here here we go who are you gay so am i i didn't ask what you were girl i didn't tell you what i am boy who are you i'm gay so am i no you're not but my father said to me <laughs> in the business of opening rooms, girl stop calling me girl boy and what shall i call you gay i'm the only gay in this group i was born this way sure. i support you remember let me get this straight he's a homosexual that's exactly what my mother said to me 
<laughs> exact same way. You will delete yourself from this dwelling, girl. But not before you reveal your motive behind your vexatious streak. Fine. But after that, huh, you better piss out. My name is Gay. That's your name. Wow. And I thought Roland's parents never gave him a chance. <laughs> my parents banished me to Letterkenny from the city to live with my aunt because of poor behavior. You're an outcast. I'm a deportee. You're a vagrant. I'm an exile. <sighs> Everyone here is some form of derelict. I will hear you out. Gay. Dad? Homo. <laughs> You're the one who named me after the author of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. Uh, that's from season three, episode three, uh, Modine's two, Jeff. That is Muppet rolled at his finest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the way that he just flails his arms when he, when he <laughs> runs away. Yes. But also like before that, the, just the look that he gives again, a lot of, with the eyes when the, mm-hmm. the look away, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's just gold. It, I don't, I don't know how Victor couldn't find that funny. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, if I were to rank these, uh, this is yours. So your, your rankings aren't wrong, but my person, this would be my number two after the, the rolled snaking around Stuart uh, on the, the, the chair. Right. I'd love this scene because of just, he's so funny in this. <laughs> Well, this one comes very close to mm-hmm. that one too. And like, yeah. he's kind of snaking and, and you know what, like a good comparison would be, I mean, yeah, the, the cartoony thing mm-hmm. spot on, but what it reminds me of is um, uh, Chad would appreciate this if he was on, but uh, uh, there's a uh, worm tongue from uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. The, 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 he's oh, played yeah. by uh, the uh, awesome character actor, Brad Dourif mm-hmm. uh, talking into the ear of King Theoden mm-hmm that's rolled right there. Right. Oh, well, yeah. Good, good comparison. Uh, Victor, do you agree with that comparison? Um, it's been a while since I saw that movie, but I'll take your word for it. Um, I, I, so this is the first scene that is a legitimate good scene. That's funny. And, uh, everyone's doing a good job in mm-hmm. it. Uh, rolled's part is, is great. When mm-hmm. he runs away, I laugh, mm-hmm. uh, I laugh at anything uh, that we've seen so far, um, from these scenes. Uh, and, and, but I mean, the star of that scene is gay. Uh, you know, like she's perfect in it and her outfit is, uh, you know, gets the MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, it was a good scene all around. It was funny and it was written super well. So, yes. you know, you have to give it to the writers as mm-hmm. well. Uh, sure. You know, the actors have to deliver it, but that scene was, was written well. Gay, gay was, uh, perfect mm-hmm. and Rald uh, was a cartoon character and that was really funny. Yeah. And once again, gay might've been the best part of that scene. I, I would, I would disagree, but anyway, she needs to react to something mm-hmm. and she's reacting obviously to Rold. uh, Vic. Oh, uh, Tanya, what do you think of that? Every time I see the skid's basement, I think back to it being originally a real basement mm-hmm. that, and, and then they, <laughs> they made a, a, a room 
that and duplicated what was there. Yeah. Um, but they were working out of a basement that really did look like that. That mm-hmm. was its, its real state. And uh, anyways, and well, if this I, is season three, then this would have been the first season, I think, in the basement set. Oh, what it before have? this seasons one and two would have been in, in the actual basement. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, when he runs out, I want to see a blooper on that because I, <laughs> I can't picture anyone not having a straight face in that room and trying to hold back. And, and like as soon as they cut the scene, they must have laughed mm-hmm. that that run was just it's just it's so he's so awkward and with his arms kind of flaring and mm-hmm. yeah and the phone call on the side it's mm-hmm. super funny Cassie? um there are so many things i want to point out about this scene and a lot of it obviously does come down to his physical acting um the muppet run is classic <laughs> it's amazing um and I do agree with Tanya that I want to see the bloopers. I want to see, mm-hmm. you know, if he ever tripped over anything. Yeah, if, that's what you, you know, kind of picture. <laughs> somebody just bursts out laughing, that sort of thing. Um, another thing I want to compare him to, and I feel so bad because I keep comparing him to these very feminine archetypes, which I guess due to the nature of the rolled character. Yeah, it's, it's his not, character, yeah. You know, but he's also masculine about mm-hmm. it. When he was on the chair beside Stuart, yes, he really reminded me of, again, a villain's familiar, but he also, in a way, kind of reminded me of, like, a villain, like a Bond villain girl. Mm -hmm. Like, you have your main Bond villain who's the more, I guess, masculine, if we're playing into these gender roles. Mm -hmm. And then you have the more female one draped over him, Mm -hmm. maybe whispering in his ear, maybe controlling things from behind. Um, And to speak more to what a good friend he is, you can tell that he's very much jealous of this intrigue that's going on between between gay and Stuart, mm-hmm. but he's not attacking her because of it. He's not saying, Hey, this is, you know, Stuart's mind back off. Yeah. He's basically, he has his own agency and mm-hmm. he's more taking offense to the fact that she's saying I'm gay. And he's like, I'm the only gay one here. Mm-hmm. Um, where I think it would be so easy, especially for people who ship Rold and Stewart or see, you know, that interest or connection for uh, Rold. It would be so easy to have him fly off the deep end and be, you know, a really jealous, shitty person. Yeah. But that's not what he's doing. Um, and then as we were watching the clip, I just kept thinking, God, I hope they kept in the part where he calls his dad. Of course. Because yeah, that I had is to. I had to. so yeah. fucking funny to me. I think in this scene, though, he's not being protective of Stuart. He's being protective of his place in the group. Yeah. Right? Yes, that's a good way to put it. And, Absolutely. And, and Gay's mm-hmm. appearance, remember, they joke about him, uh, about Devin disappearing and her appearing. So mm-hmm. uh, it, on the surface, it might look like, oh, we're replacing Devin with a female character. And here's us. Uh, and here's Rold saying, no, I'm the gay one here. I'm yeah. th- this is my role. This is my spot. Um, you, you, you don't belong here. Right. So he's not. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, there's there's a bit of layers to, to that scene, which maybe uh, maybe we're just looking deep too deeply into it. But it's, it's just a funny scene. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right, here we go. Next. Number five. Behold, your new lounge leader of late night happy hour. It's happy hour. 
Mia. <laughs> Sophia? Low rent, Gerard Way. Uh, you manage the restaurant? That term is offensive, you queer bait. Just gonna let that one hang in the air for a minute. You, you, uh, <laughs> you look pretty high. Thank you. You've been, uh, working out? Actually, I Just kidding, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you have just fallen backwards into catching the luckiest of breaks. I have arrived to grace your establishment with my Ibiza-level talents on the ones and twos. The hiring process is over, and that's not how you pronounce Ibiza. You shouldn't be so lucky to have Stuart dropped waxed science upon the patrons of your straight hooters. Fine. Resume. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I once been asked for my credentials. The nerve of acquiring a paper defense of my title is... First DJ Letterkenny. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Letterkenny is minor league, bud. You're up against city talent here. Do you have a SoundCloud at least? We only post our mixes on... The Dark Web. <laughs> <laughs> the Chemical Sisters. Let's... Your problematic language is going to show up in my Yelp review. <laughs> uh let's see that's from uh season nine episode six restaurant jeff uh two things the balloon squeak is just amazing another like cartoony bit from him yeah uh, but again like coming in at the very end He's the joke assassin. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> the Yelp review line is just, I mean, that, that's, that's what, that's what made me pick this scene. Mm -hmm. uh, Victor. Yeah, that was a funny line oh. and that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're sticking to the positives now. Okay. Let's see. That's good. Victor, that's progress. I think Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how to unpack that. Um, yeah, no, it was, uh, <laughs> they, they just, the, the relationship between the two of them and how they play off of each other and the whole, yeah. that like spraying each other. Um, like they, 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 do. they, <laughs> they, they play so well off of each other. They, and it, it's, it's a great relationship. Those two. Cassie. Um, I honestly don't have a whole lot to say with this scene, not because it's a, a bad one. I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's just more of what we've come to love about rolled. Um, and I think each and every one of you guys has already, you know, touched on it, how they play off of each other, um, how he's basically Stuart's enforcer, even as Stuart's talking the, the faces that rolled's mm -hmm. pulling, like, mm -hmm. honestly, I've, you know, I've always appreciated roll rolled in the background of these episodes. Um, but this episode of TPS is actually making me think, you know what? I have to just go and rewatch the whole series again with my eye laser focused on roll because mm -hmm. he just cramps as much as possible into these scenes without it being like too show stealing. Like it's all in support of. Yeah. And that's so fantastic for a character and as an actor mm -hmm. this episode too also gave us the other one of the honorable mention lines that i had which was you are bitchier than i remember <laughs> yes another, another joke assassin line yeah um yeah i think rolled is just walk as a as a human um um emote, emoticon like i think he he's just there to emote what Stuart says right uh and it's it's almost like having a, a signer you know for like uh um 
providing sign language for, for the, the hearing impaired. Uh, those who are, you know, maybe em, uh, emotionally impaired can just watch rolled <laughs> and, and glean what Stuart is saying from rolled's faces. <laughs> rolled is, rolled is his hype man. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Number four, back to the physical comedy on the next one. Number four. Atmospherica. Restaurantica. Your spare parts, bud. Your overstock. Your clearance items on final sales. You're the markdown floor model that won't even sell on Boxing Day. Fuck. Um, sup? <laughs> I am Matrix style dodging your insults. And guess what? <laughs> it worked. None of them hit me. <laughs> Some of the ricochet got me. Oh, it's getting dark. <laughs> What happened to civility? It's getting real dark, Stuart. What happened to decency? I need mouth to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no man left behind. Do you guys know there's a shortage of rodeo clowns at the Cow Stampede? <laughs> Stay with me, Bull. Stay with me. Maybe they should go. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, season nine, episode four, uh, Mitzvah. Uh, Jeff, uh, I know Victor's going to hate that episode or that scene. <laughs> that scene, I just got a feeling he's going to hate that one. Well, he loved the episode, so he probably hates the scene because it took away from Avi's <laughs> scenes. Right. right. It was. I mean, again, it's back to the physical comedy. Um, rolled, reaching his hand uh, from out of frame, uh, like he's rising up from the dead. It was just hilarious. It was just a great scene, mm-hmm. great physical uh, acting, and makes for a great animated gif when they're when they're dodging the the insults. Yeah, Tanya, what do you think of that scene? Oh come on, again, those two they they are made for each other. They truly are a mm-hmm. gift to one another. Um, yet they're uh, they ricocheted off of you and they hit me and. And, and, and Stuart, this was actually his moment that he kind of Mm -hmm. came out more into his physical comedy and, you know, pulling him up and holding on to him, but it's still rolled, you know, just, just throwing himself like his, his, his head flinging back Mm -hmm. and, and that, uh, you know, opening his mouth that he needs mouth to mouth. Like he's just how Victor really, like you cannot not laugh on this one. Victor's dead inside. All right, Cassie. (laughs) Well, there is this whole idea um, when you're dealing with dancing and choreography that you can never do a movement and not fully commit. Like it has to be sharp. It has to be to the end of the limb. Um, And that's exactly what Rold is doing. Again, it does not surprise me that he's a professional trained dancer Mm -hmm. because, you know, when he's flailing, when his hands are coming up out of screen he commits to every moment of it. And I think he's probably taken that theory and brought it into all aspects of his acting, even like the, the smaller movements of like, Oh, I need mouth to mouth. And you see him just kind of slowly sneak his face up. Uh, It's, it's fantastic. I just wish that there was some sort of like, is there a TV award for best physical comedy? Because if so, uh, Evan Stern as rolled needs to be I believe uh, I mean nominated. John Ritter would have won it for many 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 consecutive years when he was on Three's Company because oh that's what he was known for but Very much I got his so. I mean you know like a lot of what uh, Evan Stern does here is uh, mm. to me is Ritter like if not uh, 
um, more challenging physically, but uh, I'm sure Victor's going to, you know, <laughs> give me a spatula for that one. Um, yeah, this is a fun scene. I mean, it's not, it's not one of the more um, challenging ones, but, but uh, it, it is a very fun scene and, and memorable one from that, uh, that episode. Victor. Yeah. I'm not going to comment about uh, uh, <laughs> John comparing uh, those actors, but um, uh, so this scene is actually interesting because I found it very immersive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt I felt like I was one of the Hicks uh, because of the way that they felt is the way that I felt about the Hicks. So I so it was very mm-hmm. I, I felt very immersed. Okay, good. Uh, in in the scene, I I was I, I could have been sitting with them on the stool, um, doing exactly what they were doing, and I and so that was kind of a very interesting. If that's what they were going for, yeah. If that's what the you know the writing team was going for, then they they nailed it. Progress. Uh, this is great. That yeah, yeah. Um, and. <laughs> I'll save this comment for the end. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, I feel like there are moments in my life where I have been ruled, where I do things like in public and, and like, I recall, I used to do more now, not so much, but I remember like there were like, I used to hang out with a lot of guy friends and I remember just suddenly saying like, how could you do that? And, 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 and then going into like a storyline that would embarrass the person all to hell and, and just watching their reaction and the other people's reaction for it. Anyways, I just uh, awesome reminded in, me in the it. live stream says Stuart enrolled can be summed up as yes. And like, a. Steward is yes and rolled is and and <laughs> and continues that way. Mm-hmm. Let's go on to the next scene. So the next one, everybody pay close attention to rolled in the background because he's not in the foreground very much in this scene. Okay. Just the background. All right. Here we go. Number three. So this is goodbye. Lyric from the Moby Jack porcelain. Rolled. Why don't we call it adios? Uh, actually, I'd prefer if we don't call it that. Long story, but this girl I kind of used to date used that word when she dumped me and broke my heart. Then we'll call it sayonara. Arrivederci, amore. Ciao. Ciao. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Roldy. Gay. Rolled. This is what we've been working towards, remember? We did it. I like you, 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 and I don't want you. Rolled. Connor. Darian. Hysterics are fruitless. Tears are valueless. Pain is inevitable. Why you feel you must rebel? <laughs> I, I hate, hate the, the world. world. I, I hate, hate my parents. parents. And I, I hate, hate myself. myself. <laughs> As you were.
understand. <laughs> okay, Jeff. Uh, that was from uh, season three, episode six, Modine's two. So I guess or, sorry, Bradley's background weren't the right words. It's more like the subtle things that mm-hmm. he does in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's kind of capped off at the end. But um, this is yeah, this is uh, three six, and um, he has really come on, come into his own as the second fiddle. Um, uh, just like the his reactions were to the point of almost overacting. And Almost. Great. That's what that's what made it funny. <laughs> I, I think I think we could safely say it went over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I mean, just just everything he does in response to the Stuart and Gay mm-hmm. angle. Um, it just made the scene so much better. And then again, I'm going to use the the term. He comes in at the very end with the oh oh. He's got that slight. I don't know if you guys noticed because they're they're all wearing black, mm-hmm. but like. They're hugging and he has to put his he puts his like his leg up on on Stuart like he's <laughs> like he's dry humping him. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it I don't know. And then he comes in with the end with the the I don't understand. Uh, again, it's joke assassin line right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassie. Um, this scene, it's hilarious, especially the I don't understand part. That is fantastic. Um, but this is the scene that I guess made me realize that, or maybe I'm looking too deep into it, but I feel like Rold is supposed to be a reflection of the audience, but like pumped up by a million. Mm-hmm. So we bring in a new character, we bring in Gay, and he's very skeptical of her. He's very cautious of her. He doesn't necessarily want her there because she interrupts what has become the status quo. Um, but then he grows to like her. He grows to have a, you know, a bond with her, a friendship with her and is broken up when she has to leave. I think anybody who is the fan of the show and, you know, sympathizes with this kid. So maybe not Victor, but, um, they're going to feel the same way. They're like, Oh, I don't know who this new character is. I'm not sure. Like, that sort of thing. And then by the time she has to go, we feel it too. So really he's just almost like a Greek muse. He's taking what we're feeling and amplifies it by so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think uh, the skids are, you know, emotionally stunted, you know, they're in arrested development. They're, 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 they don't know how to feel yet. They're all these feelings are new to them. Mm-hmm. So I think this is the first time maybe where uh, something's where they're suffering loss. And, and, I think that whole, I don't know, I don't understand is, is rolled saying, I don't, I don't know how to deal with this. Right. I've never experienced Mm -hmm. this kind of loss. I think that's kind of, and this is how, like how children deal with loss when, when, when they're first uh, presented with it. Right. And maybe because I think the skids have a bit of a sheltered life in terms of, I mean, Stuart, they, they hang out in Stuart's basement, right? That's all they do is, is hang out and play video games for hours on end and whatever. So they haven't had any kind of experience to grow on. And this might be the first time they're encountering that. That's why the whole, I don't understand when they're just like, they're just sobbing at the end there. That's, that's childlike behavior, right? That's not, you know, they're, they're, they're (laughs) not adults yet. It's a, it's a serious scene for the skids, Mm -hmm. but the way it's, portrayed is it's it's funny for the rest of us oh yeah for sure yeah uh and because it's comic it's cartoonish right but uh anyway uh, victor 
I felt suffering loss for the minutes that I probably wouldn't have gotten back <laughs> after watching that scene again. But, um, you know, I thought uh, plywood was funny with the pipe uh, at the end there. Um, but for the most part, it's for me, I felt nothing. No. Okay. <laughs> I do give kudos to to Plywood and and the other guy Darian. I think uh, Darian, uh, th- they have to do a lot in that scene with the camera. Like they're right on in frame for a very long time, not allowed to make any noise. So they're having to do a lot of silent acting. And and for the most part, I think they they did a really good job. Tanya, um, this goes back to the, Rold's phone call to Katie. Same kind of sobbing and 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 mm-hmm. can't really hear or make out what he's saying but it clearly comes out you know how much gay has meant to him and and how much he likes her and uh it was a really good point uh cassie you made that you know he, she she wasn't someone that he wanted in his life and then became somebody that he just couldn't see himself without. Um, and then, you know, Al, how you're saying that, um, you know, they are their children, right? They, they drug themselves not to feel uh-huh. and not to, to uh, have to deal with those types of things with reality, yeah. with reality. And here they're, they're being faced with it. It's, it's come into their basement. It's, it's come into their dwelling mm-hmm. and um, they, they have no choice. And, you know, it, it's very childlike the, the, uh, the reference that uh, I don't want to, to mm-hmm. feel this way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a, it's a good scene. All right. We're down to number two here. This will be Tanya's favorite one, by the way. Oh, (laughs) nice. I was wondering if it was coming. Fuck some dudes up the ass. You. Stuart. Stuart. Update. Roll. As you've been made aware, when Stuart enlisted our help in getting yoked, we presented him with four goals to achieve. Yoked. Jack. Stuart came to us not yoked, mm, but upon achieving goals one through four, we as fitness gurus, fitness specimens, fitness examples, fitness exemplars, fitness exemplifications, we as fitness exhibits can confidently and enthusiastically exercise our authority in deeming him officially yoked. Just eject. Kate. How do goals come in? Goal number one, add 10 pounds of muscle mass. Goal achieved. Goal number two, bench press. Three sets of four reps, 200 pounds. Goal achieved. Goal number three, deadlift. Three sets of four reps, 200 pounds. Goal achieved. Goal number four, squats. Three sets of four reps, 200 pounds. Goal achieved. You are. So he's shredded. No, he's jacked. Cut. You mean circumcised? No, jacked. Same thing. They are absolutely not the same thing. What's the difference? Rolled. Brad Pitt. Shredded. Tom Hardy. Jacked. Zac Efron. Shredded. The Rock. Jacked. Get it? Got it. Good. Roll. Stuart. 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 Lifting belt. Check. Chunk. Check. Compression pants. Check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he is cut. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Just rewind a second and hold then on, play hold again. On. What? Jeff, we'll get to the bonus in a second. Let's just talk about this scene first. So this is from uh season eight, episode two, um National Senior Hockey Championship. Jeff. Okay, I was hoping you were gonna include the bonus because the bonus was yeah, I thought I, the bonus I, in this case was too good to yeah, be to I will. Left I will, but let's talk um, about that first. Uh so I mean, yeah, just just uh <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he touches Stewart's dick. I mean, come on, you know. Um, yeah, <laughs> aesthetic, sure, but um, uh, it's. They're, they're using a marker board and then rolled was kind of like a human marker board at the mm-hmm. same time when he was demonstrating. Um, again, it's another scene where, uh, um, uh, you know, the other, the other players in the scene might be the engine, but um, uh, rolled's definitely the gasoline. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, it's, I mean, how have these two not hooked up at this point? You know, it's, <coughs> it, it's gotta be almost Canon. You know what I mean? Right. Stuart and rolled, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, again, when I when I call Roll the emoticon, if you watch that scene with him beside the whiteboard, he's punctuating everything with some kind of gesture or some kind of pose or some kind of visual physical move, and that's what he does best. That's well, that and his little squeaks here and there. He's like a squeaky toy too. Um, so I love this scene. This is a lot of fun, Victor. What do you think of this scene? Yeah, I mean, okay, uh, take that last two seconds away, because mm. uh, you know that the last two seconds, yeah, it's a bit, you know, you get the shock and awe and mm-hmm. and whatnot, and but so so if you just take that away, the 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 whole the dialogue, it's very for me is very forgettable. It's not really something that I found interesting or funny. It was too long, too confusing. Mostly, I was just uh, distracted by. I, I keep forgetting if it's a Dax or Axe, uh, who looks like uh, Kasperi Kapanen. The blonde, uh, wrong, just mesmerized <laughs> every time I see him because they're like twins. By the way, he was, I think, uh, arrested for drunk driving yesterday. But anyway, there you go. Um, uh, I digress. <laughs> yes, um, please do. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know. For me, like the scene is overrated because of that one. The, because of the thing that happens at the end, mm-hmm. everything leads up to it is just for me very forgettable oh yes blue spatula here i'm with you jeff i'm with you overrated <laughs> come on give me a break tanya this scene is just funny from yes. beginning to end i was engaged i wanted to know what the difference was between jacked and ripped mm-hmm. i was like i don't know what the the like i didn't know what the two the difference was um but even how he ra- like, ran when he was called like he again his running and 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 his voice and his you know come hither and and he's gone and he's like and then all of a sudden he's whipping down the pants before like you're not even blinking and his pants are down and he's pointing and and poking his dick like it's just it's it, you, you it's a he was whirlwind readjusting he was adjusting it was it, it was it's an it's a whirlwind of of chaos mm-hmm. and of comedy and he is absolutely the the person that's he's the 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 center guy like mm-hmm. he it's just all going around him it's awesome we're all having a word salad tonight cassie i am you know I would almost agree with Victor on this one. Um, If it weren't for rolled, (laughs) if it weren't for rolled, because he's the one who's playing, you know, Vanna White here. He's Mm -hmm. the one who's injecting the interest and honestly more of the comedy. Mm -hmm. If he hadn't been in this scene, you could have made the scene like 30 seconds and not have lost any value. Mm -hmm. It, if it weren't for him and his physical acting, if it weren't for him and what he's injecting into the scene, mm-hmm. honestly, the scene would have drawn on way too long. Um, so really, he's the one that's keeping this going. And he's the MVP. I, 
Yeah, he's the CEO of hype. Let's be honest. <laughs> CEO of hype. I love it. Um, so okay. There's yeah, there's this little, and I'm, I'm glad that Al's including this yeah. because this should have probably stayed in. Mm-hmm. But um I, I I gave him a little like yeah. extra. Yeah. So before we get to number one, here's a little bonus uh, blooper from that scene. How's your day? <laughs> you have a good day? <laughs> you need anything from this door? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen that. Was gonna love that. <laughs> I have never seen that. That's hilarious. How was your day? <laughs> How was your day? Do you need anything, you need from, anything the store? from the store? <laughs> Is this thing on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tapping. I have never seen that. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, if they would have left that in, it would have made the scene like a, a thousand percent better. And I already like the scene. I mean, I put it as oh, my number my. two. God. All right, we have arrived oh to God. your number one pick. <laughs> oh, that Do man. you want to give this a preamble or are we just going to play it and then talk about it? I'll give it a little bit of a preamble. Yeah. So this initially started when I was doing my list. Um, this was actually three separate scenes. And then I realized, wait a minute, they're back to back to back. How can this not be my number one? So, I mean, not everybody's going to love it, Victor, mm-hmm. but um no, it it just made sense to make it my number one. It's long. This is like like four minutes and twenty seconds long, but four minutes and twenty seconds is perfect for a kid's. Okay, I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> I'm gonna take a guess. I'm okay. gonna take a guess as what do it what it <laughs> yeah, is. Right. You know, you're not allowed to. All right, we'll write it down quickly. Or so I don't. Okay. Have, okay. Here we go. Yeah. Number one. <sighs> I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. Where are they? It's right here. First, the meth. I think you do have a problem. I don't have a problem. You've never acted like this before. The, this is all because of the... I've never seen the dark web get its claws in so deep. Help. Give me the dark web. Stuart, I need the dark web. Usually keep the mouth over there, right? We do. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. Letter Kenny, the hard right is inside of you. Fuck! These scooches again. I don't see a video request from them. How am I hearing their voice? It must be some high-tech dark web shit. Stuart! Appreciate the Stooges reference. Everyone knows Curly was the original skinhead, plus Ron Ashton from Iggy and the Stooges had a real Third Reich obsession. Christ, it smells like somebody's been smoking gateways in here. The Chiefs are changing their name. Who? Your beloved junior soccer team. Who? Ah, nobody cares about anything anymore. What about the history? The tradition? What's a junior soccer team? Some people still care. All right, you best believe. And we are recruiting. So, gentlemen, are you ready to join the hard right? Politics? We're anarchists. Yeah, who cares if the soccer team changes its name? The hard right, that's who. Chiefs is a strong name. I remember a time when 
being called a chief was a good thing. People like to root for a chief. Oh, this used to be the heartland. Now it is just the other heartland of far left liberal cucks. Did somebody get their feelings hurt? Did somebody sign a petition? Uh, newsflash, you're all caving to PC culture. You're just a bunch of far left liberal fucking pinko snowflakes. Oh, we've been called worse. But might as well just change the name to Letterkenny Cucks. Regional champs of Kakistan. Okay. This is what the failed patriarchy looks like. I'm so sick of you. Beta male SJWs. We are not SJWs. I actually identify as a wood nymph. Super weird. <laughs> be gone. Oh, we'll be gone. Just as soon as you beta show us where the alphas are. I'll see myself out. I assume all of you are following suit. Yep. <laughs> he talks more than I do. That was weird. Ah, yes. Now we're talking the alphas. Real men. No matriarchy in sight. Who the fuck are you? I'm hard right Jay, and I represent the hard right, a group with far right ideologies that rejects mainstream conservatism and endeavors to promote white nationalism. Oh, white nationalism. Oh, good thing Gail, the owner of the old bars, ain't here. Oh, small town bar owner? What is she, like a good sixth generation Scottish woman? No. What are you just getting on about over there? Do you dinks bring these dudes here? What's the first meal of the day, Daryl? Your mom. boy. Fake fast! Ah, that's it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep, yeah. Run away like true socialistas. At least your actions are consistent with your failed ideologies. You edgelords are a walking horde of participation trophies. Go back to giving out hand jobs for free. We are not socialistas. I'm still with her. We are anarchists. Your hand jobs aren't free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Forgive, forgive them. They don't see the big picture. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of dare because uh, he leaves and they don't come back, right? So, but right. Uh, Jeff. So this is uh, season five, episode three. Hard right, Jay. So I know that's probably not going to be everybody's number one. It's probably not the one Tanya chose. Mm. What did you choose? I, I chose the bar scene when, when he, when they were getting, and he was doing a helicopter and then he jumped on him. That was the one that you said, um, he was like a, a rabid monkey. Oh, the, the fight, the, the, the fight, fight at the, yeah. 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 At the bar. No, um, this one I just liked cause you had like three, three good, like, uh, uh, rolled punchlines in there, three mm-hmm. good uh, uh, sniper shots. So, mm-hmm. um, first off, like they capped off the the really the end of the first scene was uh, you know you guys usually keep the meth over here. Sure, let me show you. You know, yeah. all nice and cordial. It's like you know, come come have a cup of coffee. You know, um, and then uh, um, uh, that's also the wood nymph scene, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Um, he, he, I actually identify as a wood nymph. That's like a classic rolled mine. It's one of the best ones he's known for. And I had no idea why Al was introducing us as wood nymphs uh, earlier. So thank you for that, because that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> so I'm playing chess um, and, and then, you guys are playing checkers. <laughs> and then it's just capped off by the, the and our hand jobs aren't free at the very end with the... <laughs> I'm a sucker for a dick and fart joke. So yeah, that's, that's, that's right up my alley. Oh, buddy. oh guess who starts this one? Victor. 
What do you think of that oh, scene? So, so first of all, I'm disappointed that number one was not the train scene. Uh, and maybe Roll didn't have a big part in it. Maybe that's why. But, Probably not. But that's definitely the best uh, skid scene. Mm. Um, but uh, in terms of this scene, it, it was great. Uh, all of it, it was fun. But it was fun because of Ben Shapiro, not because of uh, the skids. Uh, ben you know. Shapiro. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully if some folks get that reference. But um uh, so it was good. I have nothing, mm -hmm. uh, nothing bad to say about it, but I, I, for me, it's not about the skids. It's about, uh, hard right J and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, um, and that's where I'll leave that. Okay. Tanya. Um, yeah, again, the, the wood nymph, I wouldn't have remembered that being in the scene. Um, so thank you for, again, for that. Um, and, and Jeff, yeah, you called it when he invited him over to enjoy some of the meth. Like it was just like <laughs> hospitality at his finest. Like, he's just like, walk well, come this way with me. Like yeah. it just, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I really, the standout one in my mind was the bar when he was jumping on the, like, cause that look of him, it's still so implanted in my brain of when he jumped on, um, I think it was the, the back drug, or the something, the drug dealer. Um, and, and I believe that was a long scene as well, where there was like a buildup and he was so concerned and worried about Stuart getting mm -hmm. hurt. Yeah. Um, uh, so that one stood out in my mind, but this one was, uh, this one's a good one. Mm -hmm. Tan or Cassie, sorry. Um, so at the beginning of the uh, clips for this one, uh, and again, I have to say this was fantastic, a mm -hmm. fantastic choice. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for choosing this. Um, He's so it almost reminds me of like a, a stereotypical like soap opera. Mm -hmm. He goes from 11 to one with the oh, our, our, you know, our meth's over here or at the very end of the scene before they go to uh, the Ukrainian hall when he just turns the story. He's like, that was weird. Like <laughs> he works at like a level 11 out of 10, but he also works when he's at that very understated mm -hmm. level. And I think that's hard for an actor to do. Um, but it works so well with his character and shows just how hysterical and up and down his moods are. Very good. Well, and overall too, I mean, uh, uh, one of my, I'm not a closing point, but, but one of my big, big gets from, from putting this one together is if we didn't have rolled on letter, Kenny, I mean, Stuart would be almost unlikable mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. Rold makes Stuart likable. Yes. Good point. That's good a fantastic point. point. Yeah. yeah, it's a great point. Love it. Uh, yeah, uh, it was a good scene. I mean, it's a great episode. Hard Right Jay is, is was one of the the the, the best uh, one of the standout episodes of Letterkenny uh, because of how unlikable Jay Baruchel's character is. Um, and uh, I think in this case here, it's the skids reacting to. I mean, like okay, when when you're a writer and you're thinking who's more outrageous than a skid. How about a hard right uh, Jay and and have the skids react to him? So the skids reacting to him, to me, is kind of mirrors the Hicks reacting to the skids, right? So you needed somebody just that much more that, for them to go, this guy's a little weird. <laughs> Where is he coming from? Like, so when 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 skids are saying you're weird, uh, you know, you've you've probably done something wrong. I love the pick. Thank you so much. Uh, and yeah, Jeff, great job. Um, we're, we're on to final comments here. Thanks a lot, bud, for doing this and, uh, and for pulling this together. 
uh, Rold's a fun character. I knew it was going to be a fun episode because all of his scenes, uh, regardless of what Victor says, are hilarious. So thank you so much for pulling this together. Um, a lot of great points made tonight. I, I like what you're saying. Yeah, at the end there were, yeah, without without someone like Rold, you're right. Stuart kind of becomes a very unlikable character. So Rold kind of, I don't know if he humanizes him, but it, he makes it by, by contrast, uh, Stuart... Right putting up with rolled and, and, and being so affectionate to rolled gives Stuart some humanity. So, uh, well, well done. And, uh, thank you for doing this, Victor. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though, uh, we may not agree on, uh, the characters being likable, I think we can all agree that Jeff is a likable character. So, uh, (laughs) so, uh, I do appreciate what you bring and, uh, and, 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 you know, the thought and and the work that you've done to uh, kind of pair and uh, set up Al for success here. So Mm -hmm. good on you for that though, though, though I do have to say, uh, you know, uh, joke assassin. Uh, that's probably the most egregious use of that, that I've, I've heard <laughs> uh, in relation to this character, but, but you know what, like, that's why, but you also root for the Boston team. So, I mean, so there's uh you know, oh. uh, you got to consider the source in these situations. That's painful, uh, Victor, because I agree with you there, but I disagree <laughs> with you with what. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's why, you know, I'm a, I'm a complex creature, but, uh-huh. but Jeff, I appreciate you. And, and, you know, we could go and have beers anytime. Tanya. Mm-hmm. Jeff, thank you so much. This, this, I have given the MVP award to rolled so many times. So I really appreciate that you pulled this together and put the work in and, and brought it. And, uh, you, you, you did such a great job. So thank you so much for this. He is one of, he's become strangely enough, one of my favorite characters because really I dislike the skids very much at the beginning. Um, didn't understand them. Um, they still have their moments, but rolled absolutely. And, and you put it so perfectly that he's made Stuart likable and, and you, you, you end up rooting for them some strange way that they are going to, you know, fit into the community and be welcomed and, and accepted. Right. And he just, he, he, he's hilarious. He's just hilarious. So thank you again. That was a great, great night. Thanks. Great. Uh, Cassie. Um, well, yeah, I just thank you so much, Jeff. Your choices were really fantastic. And as you pointed out in the beginning, like there's so many good moments with rolled, like you could definitely do like a part two and Victor would love would, that. <laughs> you still, you still wouldn't be drawing out the well. Um, yeah, honestly at the beginning lot of this episode. Sorry, Tanya, go ahead. I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. There's, <laughs> oh, okay. there's so much of rolled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, uh, when you started doing your clips, I quickly realized that like, Oh, like I've not given rolled the appreciation that I probably should have. He's definitely in my top five of the secondary or tertiary characters on letter Kenny. Um, I don't think there was a clip in here that I wasn't, I didn't find myself laughing at. They were all so funny, either through subtlety or the complete lack of subtlety. And um, I especially love the fact that you included that that blooper for your number two clip. That was so clever and so funny. Um, So just kudos. Fantastic job. All right. And Jeff, you get the last word. 
Well, thank you all. I mean, it was fun. Um, I love doing these. The The hardest part of doing these kind of funniest episodes or best ofs is I, I mean, I have a tendency to get inside my own head and I'm like, <laughs> does this work here? Does this work here? Does this work here? <laughs> they work as long as they're in yeah. the 10. So yeah, um, it's, it's fun to do it because uh, I mean, I watch and rewatch Letter Kenny more often than any normal human being should. <laughs> and now what I do is like, I'll watch it with my phone and be making notes. Oh, this would be good in the best of this person episode and stuff like that. I get distracted by it. But, oh, perfect. Um, I've got to come clean. And I say um, the joke assassin line, Victor, that's actually something that I picked up from uh, 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 Scrubs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite show, Victor. It all comes full circle. It all comes full circle. What it is whenever, That's what they call a callback in comedy. <laughs> yes, yes, it's a callback. Um, whenever you hear the uh, um, the cast and crew, and especially Bill Lawrence, talk about um, uh, Bob Kelso in particular, she's uh, the character, the, the actor's name is just escaping me. Um, but that particular actor um, geez, I'm going to kick myself for mm. not remembering his name. Um, they call him the joke assassin because he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't have a whole lot of dialogue, but the dialogue that he does have, boom, he kills it. And it's funny. Um, it's, it is just so good. So that's where, that's where I get the joke assassin from. And I really feel like, uh, rolled is the, the joke assassin for letter Kenny. So, um, but again, yeah, thank you everybody. Thank you again for letting me do another one. Um, I knew this was not going to be Victor's cup of tea. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed but, it, <laughs> but well, I give you credit for suffering through it, sir. So, um, and Cassie, thank you for filling in for Matt. Um, I'm going to, can I spoil something real quick guys? Yeah. Don't don't like I was going to bring Matt a present. And I still am, but mm-hmm. don't tell him what it is. I don't know. Do you recognize what that is? Um, you're going to have to help us with that. Cause I'm, I'm not sure what the reference is. Matt, don't listen to this. Yeah, part. Don't listen to this part, Matt. We won't oh, no, say no, it. Just is don't that say Matt it. from behind? Don't say it. Oh, okay. Okay. We won't say it. Okay. won't say it. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he'll like that. And we yeah, won't yeah, say yeah. it. He'll have I to. don't know if I should give it to him now. No, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I need I need to add to my mat wardrobe whenever I fill in for them. So <laughs> and 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 Cassie, thank you. I, I noticed you were changing your hats out and and we did not get oh, that called right. out. Yes, that, that, you you pull it out every single time mm-hmm. when you uh yes, when you join us. So thank you so much. You are so well uh spoken and and your your thoughts and your um you just you 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 bring such a different level and uh, the next level to, mm-hmm. to all of the scenes. So it's, it's fun. Fantastic. Uh, you know Thank what? You. I didn't even notice that Matt wasn't here. I oh. just, I, 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 and that's why when, when we were, when I was uh, going on about Jeff, I didn't even mention Cassie cause mm-hmm. it's like, she's part of the crew. Yeah. Uh, so, so good job. Well done. Well, Thank you guys for inviting me to, to fill in, you know, I'll do it anytime. Um, it just, I was having a fantastic day and it made it so much better. Like this is an amazing day for me today. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to see it here in a couple of weeks for the just for laughs and mm-hmm. hopefully Al and Tanya, we can get together and, yeah. and again, and have some food and Victor Sounds can good. enjoy his time in the Sioux. Victor, yeah. when are you leaving for the Sioux? I'm leaving on the, I think 22nd, 21st or 22nd. Something the fr- like that. You're leaving on the Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Friday evening. Oh man. Okay. 
we're going to have to talk about some scheduling things here because uh, before I play this out here, I've got a news item or a couple of news items. First of all, like we already talked about this off the top. Um, where is it? Uh, yeah. Letter Kenny problems just announced the new, new metric media and puppers is bringing a stand-up comedy tour headlined by Mark forward and featuring Jeff Woo-hoo. McHenry, who's Alexander, Olivia Statler, uh, and Ali Pierce, who are both writers on Letter Kenny. The cities that will be part of this tour are Boston, Ottawa, Burlington, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Columbus, London, and Kingston. And the tour is set for late uh, November, right? And and uh, into very early December. So that's exciting. And and we were, in the pre-show, we were talking about how we can maybe, you know, get get to one of these shows, whether it's the Burlington show or the London show. So we'll, we'll talk about that offline. But um, the other thing is our 200th episode, I mean, so I'm, I'm away next week. I'm, I'm in Eastern Canada was set for as a nag hall for the following Friday, which is the 22nd, but Victor, you're not here. And I, I, I want to, if Matt isn't around either, we may have to postpone that maybe to the following week, but let's, let's talk, take it offline and talk about it. Uh, I'd rather not to miss two weeks, but if we have to, because it is, yeah. it's our 200th, we let's want to all be, sit down. Yeah. And, and, and let, just, let's just, just before talk you get, about it mm-hmm. and yeah. like, and I'm not here on the 21st either. Just FYI. Right. Yeah. So if we push it out to the 29th, which would be the following Friday, that is the night that Shorzy season two drops in Canada. So that's something Ooh. we can talk about and think about. And, and anyway, uh, let's, let's take it offline, but that kind of changes a bit of my outro. So I'm going to play us off here with this, uh, <laughs> with Jeff's, uh, uh, song pick and he picked a song called serpent of old by a band called seven lions. You want to tell us a little bit about, uh, seven lions? I don't really know much about him. It's just this song really, really hit me skid aesthetic. So, okay. It's a, an interesting track. So I'm uh, just uh, bring her up here. This, I, I expect Chad to bring something like this. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for it to kick in. I think it's kicking in, in a second. <laughs> oh, look at all the hats. Cassie's wearing all her hats. <laughs> Letter Kenny, Hurley, You're Blue Jays. And here it is. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, I'm on the road recording interviews for my work podcast, so we'll take a week off. But the following week, we just spoke about it. Uh, we may have our special Ag Hall social episode to celebrate the 200th episode. Um, that episode will take place either Friday, September 22nd, or maybe September 29th. We'll let you know in ahead of time. So make sure you join us. Don't forget to use a promo code PRODUCEAN for 20% off any purchase at DialWalkerCoffee.com. If you'd like to support this podcast, please tell us a friend. Tell a friend. Also follow us on social media outlets at Pod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go dance like no one's watching at the after party. On behalf of Jeff, Cassie, Tanya, Victor, and myself, thank you for listening. Have a great week. 